and welcome to Kitty Talks, the podcast that shows you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur and co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders that are changing the world. They share their life stories on tips on how you can find your purpose. We all have a gift we can bring to the world. Do you feel dead to life? Like there's more to it, but you don't know where to start. Perhaps you don't fit in and you can't understand why. Are you pushing all the time and getting nowhere? Do you long to finally be sure which is the right path for you? This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma course. This eight-week online course, self-study, shows you how to find your purpose. The course demystifies the subject of Dharma and shows you that by following your highest excitement, you can unlock your greatest potential and create the life of your dreams. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma. Without further ado, let's dive into the next episode. I interview Estelle Ivas. She's Danish and she happens to be a leading numerologist in the field of names. So if you come across numerology, you will have heard of how each number represents something. So if you think about the day that you were born or the date that you were born, that will have a vibration. Your name will have a vibration. So What Estelle does is she has studied Chaldean numerology and she is an amazing example of somebody who has utilised the knowledge to change her own life and now helps her clients. So she studied esoteric science in 2000 and she changed her name in accordance with the Chaldean system and she describes in this interview, how she changed aspects of her life that weren't going well by changing her name. She's also the leader of Numerology's Pro Certificate Education. It's the biggest school of numerology in Scandinavia. Estelle is the founder of Numerology's Pro. It's the world's first online software system for professional numerologists. And I love this interview because she's inspired me to do a lot more research and even look at changing my name. So do you know that your name has a vibration? And if that vibration is out of alignment with your birth mission, so the day that you were born, your birth date will give you a vibration and a mission on the planet. And sometimes our names are in or out of alignment with that mission. So for us here doing this podcast, listening to Diyadama, you know, we're all about doing, making a difference and finding our purpose and basically becoming the highest and best versions of ourselves. And so this, for me, is a fascinating interview. And I'm going to go into more detail about how this has affected me, because yes, I decided to take the plunge. But listen in, and I'd love your feedback, and just enjoy the information she tells you. Numerology is a science, and it's very powerful when used properly. 
So good morning and welcome to Kitty Talks. We share inspirational life stories that empower you to create yours. And today I've got with me another phenomenal guest. She is, I would say, one of the leading numerologists in Scandinavia. Her numerology school certifies around 40 students a year, which is immense. Uh, Estelle has been doing numerology for nearly 20 years. And the thing that, well, I love anything like this, as you well know, but she also is a specialist around name numerology and life path numerology. So I really wanted to get her on the show today. So Estelle Ivas, (laughs) well, (laughs) welcome to Kitty Talks. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. And I know this lady's story, so I know you guys are going to love it. So, Estelle, do you mind just sort of presencing yourself, telling my audience who you are and what you're doing in the world? Yes, of course. Uh, my name is Estelle and I'm an neurologist and uh, has been so for, for many years, actually. And uh, I started out, um, the whole path for me to start this numerology uh, actually started in India, where okay. I travel when i was uh, very young uh, i i traveled to the east alone all by myself the day after i turned 19 what made yeah. you go estelle like was there a kind of yeah uh, yeah well, a slot. i, I had the urge to go to india um in that time uh, it was in the 90s it was not that popular with yoga yet but it was coming up and i felt this uh, urge to go and learn yoga and meditation and such things um, so it was like a break after high school, which is kind of normal here in in, in, in Denmark. It's very normal to go uh, for kind of a travel. Okay. Um, so I, I found myself in India and I had a session with an astronomerologist. He called himself there. Okay. And uh, he told me a lot of uh, interesting things about myself. But I really was like really puzzled. How can you see that from my name and my birthday? I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then he also gave some predictions of, of what was going to happen in my life with the year and pretty exact things. Um, and of course, in the moment, I, I didn't think so much about it because none of it had happened yet. So I just kind of put it in the back of my, my head and, and, and went on in my life. Uh, but then these things started to unfold. And, uh, and uh, even though I had kind of forgotten about them, then after when, when these things happened, of course, mm. I was like, oh, What were they? Do you mind sharing some of them with us? Yeah, I can share some of it. It was uh, actually quite a few things he predicted, but uh, one of them was uh, not so so nice. It was that uh, he said um, that I should be very careful that in uh, some months, uh, some four or five months, I uh, I could be very sick um, uh, and have an infection. And he said, you will need to go to your place of birth to heal it's like you cannot heal it here in india you have to go home and fast and and that happened and uh, and actually i i had to go home because of an infection you could say that's a normal thing to to get in india however i had to go home to get it treated and i when i didn't rush home as he had (laughs) so so when i finally got home it was pretty serious but they also told me you would have had to come home to get this treated i mean it was pretty serious wow so uh so i think it saved me a bit that i had it in the back of my head and and i was not that fast it was the first thing that Mm. of the prediction so i was a little hesitating and, and not so eager to to go home i i i thought i could stay 
but actually I couldn't. I really had to go home to to have this treated. Yeah, so that was the, like the first thing that was mm. not so fortunate. But then he said uh, some other things, and that was a few years after. It was 1998, and that point we had in uh, 95, and that's why he said uh, I would meet my husband. Ah. And he uh, turned up. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's an important one. You'll remember yeah, that. That one I had in mind uh, <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, and it turned out to be like that. And he also predicted about about how it would happen, you know, like uh, not exactly where and when in, in, the, in that yeah. year, 98. Okay. And then he said that, I mean, I wouldn't have to do anything. That man would like come after me. And that was exactly how it happened. Um, I was, uh, you could say, hesitating or not sure. being completely ready, even yeah. though I, I felt the connection, sure. Uh, but I didn't feel completely ready. So it actually took uh, a year before we really uh, got together. And uh, we have stayed together since le- since then. So uh, so that was another uh, a, a lucky prediction that he came up with. Mm, fantastic. Yes. So. Talk me through when you decided that numerology, what was the next kind of step? Like, how do you go from having a numerology session to then deciding that this is something that you want to do? Yeah, actually, it had been in my mind ever since that uh, session. He also said, uh, because I I was uh, on that name, you know, our our name Mm. influences us a lot. On that name that I, I had at that point in time, I was very career focused but also not so uh, open emotionally so I had a very good career uh, I was uh, studying to be a musician mm-hmm. uh, since a young age and uh, the plan was to start at the conservatory when I went home from the travel which I did so I was really focused on the career but I really lacked this feeling of connection with others not that I didn't have any emotions I did but I couldn't really uh, share myself in, in that more deep way so I had this a little bit like an outside, a loneliness feeling around me. Hmm. Um, I did have friends, but it was uh, there was some difficulty. In, you know, you can have a difficulty in an area of life, and this was for sure uh, one that he also talked about. And um, and when I got home, um, I started at the conservatory and so on, and, and I continued uh, the path that I already started. However, in the session, he said uh, that uh, I could be a musician, if I wanted to, but mm-hmm. I would be much better uh, suited to be an astro- astrologer or numerologist as mm. he was. Mm. And, wow. Yeah, so that was really interesting. But at that point, I was like, okay, well, it's interesting, but it's not my career. I'm a, a serious uh, person who is not going to be such yeah. a... <laughs> so, uh, so, but he explained me because of my mental intuitive mind, it would be more suited for that kind of work uh, than to be a musician, actually. And uh, after a few years, I uh, I also stopped at the conservatory, and uh, it turned out I became um, both an astrologer actually and a numerologist. So, did the session that you have with the chap in India was that a normal numerology session, or did you actually go through the process of changing your name in that session? No, I didn't change my name. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it was just literally he he basically did the predictions from your yeah, numerology of the name and, and an interpretation of the life events coming in the nearest future, the few five, six years. Wow. Yeah, so no name change. 
Okay. Uh, the first time uh, I changed my name was uh, when I went home to Denmark. And when I have seen that these events were, were um, actually folding out uh, without me really thinking about it, it was not like I, I tried to make it happen or anything. It's, it actually was not so present for me. Only after things happened, I was like, oh, wow, again, mm. that's something that I had heard before. Mm. So, uh, so I changed my name only in 2000 um, after a session in Denmark. And then I started to really study uh, myself, everything I could get my hands on, uh, both the Pythagorean system, which is the most known, and the Chalkian system, which is lesser known but more precise. Mm. So you, it's just so I understand. So you basically had this series of events unfold, which was exactly like the prediction of the numerologist. And when did you yes. think, hold on, this is something that I want to do more of? Like, how did you, because you were still um, being a musician, but then you were doing the numerology on the side? Yeah. So I changed my name in 2000. Yeah. And uh, it was a good change. Uh, as I mentioned before, I had a good career vibe in the old in name. The name, yeah. The, the birth name. I had a good career. However, there was this uh, connection with others that I, I could feel was not so um, easy for me. Yeah. And also the, the second numerologist said, pointed out that and, and gave me a new name that was more suited to that. However, she made a, a, a slight mistake, I would call it, or you could just say something she didn't know for sure about. And that was um, actually just one number um, in a numeroscope can, um, can kind of tip the balance. So there was a lot of good improvement. Um, the, the money situation uh, was much better. The love life uh, became very, uh, very fulfilling. And the friends area, it was for sure how she said uh, really much better. However, that was uh, a slight mistake, and uh, and that mistake kind of weakened my ability to to stay in the spotlight. It's it's uh, about a number called seventeen, and it's about being uh, in the spotlight. As a musician, uh, you are very much in the spotlight. When mm. you're on stage, you are the one who is looked at. And uh, before that was uh, with strength, mm -hmm. with a strong energy in that field after the na new name change uh, this was weakened so that meant that uh, it's a number called 11 when you have that in your aura it's a it's like an aura it's kind of a protection shield towards the world when i got that close to the number 17 then this spotlight was still very strong but you didn't feel or i didn't feel strong in it so that meant that even every time I was on the stage, I felt people could see right through me uh, in a way that was um, energy draining. Mm. So, of course, with that number, uh, it was impossible for me to continue to be a musician. It was uh, difficult suddenly to uh. be on the stage. So I think to break it down for people listening who may, be, may or may not have come across your work or numerology – the way I understand it is that we're obviously all given a name at birth. Yes. And that name has a vibration. Yes. And within the numbers, the vibration is your almost like your personality traits, your challenges, your positives. Yes. There's a vibration that you correlate to. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, you are, or we are all like a, a cosmic painting of many vibrations. Okay. And it's like in Feng Shui, you have the, many people know the background. It's like a map you put on top of it. On your, top of it, yeah. In, in reality, we have the numeroscope, which is a shape that shows the areas of life and even the body area. And you have different numbers in each area from your name. And uh, mm. that's why the neurologist can, can read. How are things going in the different areas of life? So you can, when you change the name, it's important that all areas of life are still in harmony so that you don't put some better vibrations in, for example, the love life area, but then you forget the career or the other way around. Wow, fascinating. So sorry, I just wanted to presence that for people listening, because they may not have come across, you know, how, how our name, it actually impacts our life as well as our birth date. So, so you changed your name, but she got a certain element, not quite balanced, basically. And then that kind of made you step out of your music career. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So did you have to completely rebuild? Like what, that must have been quite daunting, I would have thought. It was a big challenge because, uh, and actually a name change is a big thing. Because mm. like uh, you have uh, some instruments, you could say each name is an instrument. So you have like three, maybe four instruments you playing. And then suddenly you shift some of them or you change them and then you have to learn these new instruments. And uh, it's a challenge and it can take a while before you really feel that, okay, now I get it the new way. Um, so that's why you have to be sure as a numerologist that you make something that is really a lot better mm. the, to learn and to, to manage or conduct a new orchestra is a challenge in itself. Yeah, that's a massive responsibility really that's on your shoulders, isn't it? Because if you get it out of balance like this lady did with you, then it can have massive imp- imp- repercussions by the sounds of things. Sure. So that's why as a numerologist, it's good to be in contact with your with your clients. We have so much experience uh, now that we are very sure what we're doing. But uh, sometimes if a person wants and insists to keep a lot of names, um, for example, with a family name, and it kind of doesn't really match, then you have to make sure uh, that that what you make is really good and then be in contact more than usual with that person um, over the next year from that change because they will feel everything in the first year. Mm. So if there's something that needs to be adjusted, then then you would just do that. But it actually happened only one time for me when a, a lady wanted to keep almost all her names and I said, okay, we try and make it as good as we can with mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. choices. And then I, I, I told her, okay, you have to be uh, very attentive that uh, this doesn't happen. And if it happens, then you you immediately write me and then we, we try to make a new solution. And then this happened. Uh, it was about mental confusion. Hmm. Um, and, and she started to feel that. So mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, so talk to me about, because you've changed your name twice. So what was the impact uh, like what was the benefit of the second time because of the first time there was a slight imbalance talk me through yeah, the benefit about this being in the spotlight yes so uh, that I fixed myself when I had learned enough uh, in reality to to see what it was all about and uh, and I have researched a lot about actually this number 17 um, because I can see it in many people who have the similar problem that I experienced when I got this imbalance so, uh, so yeah, I just balanced it and uh, and made sure that there's harmony in all the levels of the being. So the spotlight is uh, is not um, an issue for me. It's 
not a, a thing that is uh, disturbing or out of balance anymore. It's fine with me. I can be in the spotlight, uh, no problem. So mm. it was nice to get back to that because when you're born with um, being okay with being in the spotlight, for example, then it's, uh, it's nice that it's not a challenge anymore. Mm. So it was difficult for me actually to grasp what was happening yeah. um, during that period with the, with the first name change. Yeah, sure. So, so clients come to you, say they're unlucky in love, they're unlucky in finance, financial positions, they might be struggling with their health, and this is stuff that you can see generally in their name? Yeah, you can see that in the numeroscope. Uh, the numeroscope is like a chart. It uh, looks a bit like the tree of life um, from the Kabbalah. They might be related in some ancient form. Um, so it, it's a structure and then you simply read the numbers and the, I'm myself amazed again and again because I'm, I'm not a clairvoyant I'm just reading the numbers and people are like wow how can you see that and it's just the numbers talking wow, wow. Really that's yeah that's fascinating and do you know how numerology came about like where its origins are nobody knows it's so old it's really? like astrology it's so old that you don't really know where exactly did it come from. The theory is that, I mean, we know that for sure it was around in Chaldea and that it's probably around 5,000 years old. It could be all the way from Atlantis, but that's a myth. We don't know even that uh, if that was uh, an actual place. So it's just so old that it's like lost in, the, lost in history. However, you can see a lot of influences from other systems in the numerology. For example, the, from the Kabbalah, and uh, and you can see um, the tarot card where the tarot card mm, tarot tarot that's right yeah, yeah they <laughs> were kind of uh, integrated into numerology at one point in time, probably during the Renaissance area. Mm, so there has been a lot of influences, um, but um, another theory is that it came uh, with uh, the people called um, um, the. the with the Sumerians, and that it mm. was uh, part of their culture, but it's also not proven in any way. Wow, so it's really interesting. And uh, what is interesting about the Sumerians is that they uh, there are also theories about them uh, having connections to uh, people from other civilizations, like from space. Uh, so uh, it might be uh, revealed to us in some ways, and uh, it's also a lineage of. Um, it's like an oral tradition, so there's a lot of knowledge that is not written down that we are uncovering again because there's a lot of principles. And when you get the principles, you can kind of dig into them and then find the knowledge in that way. So it's like a code. And when you have the code, yes, you can develop your knowledge only from that code. You don't need a person actually if you if you understand how uh, it's like your alphabet and you you kind of you're taught how to to read and make words, then you can also start reading. And uh, and that is like a, a code uh, that, is, uh, that is delivered from generation to mm. generation. So well, there's, there's so much ancient wisdom, I yeah. think, that is now coming. Because yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the wisdom that has been hidden from us was going to pass down between kings and queens or yeah. the kind of upper echelons of life, whether it be astrology, numerology, palmistry. And now, of course, there's been a resurgence of all these different arts, I would call them. And 
I think it's amazing actually what's happening on the planet now because if we share it in a different way we can make a, a chorus or we can share it online and and, and things by all this knowledge that's hidden it's coming forth mm. 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 so just to finish off on names, because I think it's absolutely fascinating. Can you like give me an example of someone you've worked with and the challenge they came in with and then what happened after you worked with them around their name? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, what I, I experience a lot is people who don't know exactly what is their dharma or their mm. career thing. And uh, they do have some dreams and they do have some feelings that there's something for them. and But they they can't really get it out and that is a, a typical issue that you can work with uh, through the name that you can actually like support people in what they come with so it's not so simple as you can just say everybody with that number in the name is this is success and this is uh, good money it, it's it's coming from the essence so your essence is what you're born with and mm. that can be read in the birthday so the birthday make a whole, like a horoscope, actually, from the astrology. Mm -hmm. So uh, the whole essence can be read, and then you, you you find out what exactly from the essence does this person really need to, to be supported in and to live out and to do. And then you emphasize that in the name. And then it's like uh, opening the, the connection to their essence so that they can actually live it out and start to feel what is it they want to do? What is it that is there for them? Because if you have a, an essence that's, that's quite some very artistic or the opposite, very academic or something completely different, mm. and you have a name that is completely different direction, then you will always feel a skit. It's like you need to do something, you feel it, but your name is kind of driving you in the opposite direction. Interesting. So it's yeah. almost like our, our, because Dharmic principles, um, Estelle, are very much that we're each born with a unique gift and talent. And then when we utilize that unique gift, but do it alongside our passions in service to others, that's when we kind of come alive. But what you're saying is that's in play, but the name can maybe confuse the underlying path. Mm. Yeah. And the name can actually block support person. In laying mm. out what they come to do, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And and you can see, um, I've studied a lot um, people with all kind of um, all kind of lives, all kind of successes, uh, all kind of experiences. And you can see that people with, for example, with a lot of success, they do have some patterns in their essence that is completely supported in their name, right. It's true for, for, for everyone who has like a, a big success, something that they do that, that the rest of us feel, okay, wow, this person is really doing something that I can relate to and feel. And that is like them. It's like, it's so much you. Integrated. What you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. so, yeah. a lot of musicians, don't they change their names? Like that you hear about models, musicians, people that change their name and that they're, they're not successful before the name change. And then afterwards they're going to go. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, and the Beatles have done that, haven't they? I think. Yeah, yeah, and and that, of course, there's also this that you have a sometimes you have an artistic name that you use as a, like professionally, and then you have another name in the background, and then I would say it's always the the name that's actually registered in the public um, system that is the most efficient. 
So basically the name that's on the sort of electoral roll or... Yeah, in your passport and so on. So it's the official name is more powerful than what you just call yourself. Because we call ourselves many things. Maybe we call each other honey or sweetheart or daddy, mommy, whatever you call you. We call each other lots of things. But the written name that's registered is like vibrating stronger than all the other things that we call ourselves. Hmm. So you can balance the life path with the name. And so they're basically in alignment with it, the one another. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, that's also, um, it's also a question, what do they actually dream about? What do they want? So what I see is something, and then on top of that, we should also have a conversation like, do you actually want to live out that part of your essence or do you dream of, of another part so to have harmony uh, and a discussion also with the person what do they actually want and dream about yeah and then support that in the name so that it's more easy for them to to live it out and actually do it so an example you were i think you were going to share with us somebody you'd work with that, that came in with this kind of issue yeah um i have so many examples of people who um who had exactly this, that they felt they were born to do something. They couldn't get it out. And then after a name change session, it's like the, the it's like you, you don't um, physically change necessarily your life in the, in the, like this, but it's like the energy is driving you towards other persons who have a different uh, view of life. And you start uh, taking that in. And then suddenly after one to two years, it's kind of open up to you. It's like a flower. It's like you follow your path. It's not like the day after you change your name, then suddenly you wake no, up. Sure. And right. But then they, when they come back, they feel, okay, I was actually really guided along like a, a universal path and then ended up in something that was uh, exactly uh, what they wanted to do. And then also to, I mean, you can have also a lot of success after that, but it's not uh, necessarily the point. The point is also that you, um, you feel that you're doing what you should do and then the benefit of that or the side effect is also of course a lot of success if, you, if that's what you uh, if you, when you feel that you are on the right path mm. then that naturally leads in that direction yeah so you're basically becoming kind of the highest version of yourself which yes. I, which i truly believe is what we all came yeah. to do really yeah. wow fascinating so um you now obviously work one-to-one with people. You have a numerology school which certifies 40. That's incredible, 40 new numerologists yeah. a year. That's amazing. And, ta- and talk to me about the system that you've developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have uh, the basics is the essence numbers, the, the, the person's numbers from the birthday. And then we have the numeroscope that is uh, reflecting the person's name. And then you can actually read the person on all the areas of life and then you can change the name. So that's like a basic process, very, very short description of that. Then we have uh, developed um, a school, an education where you gradually go through all this. Uh, There's something called uh, diamonds. And uh, a diamond is when two vibrations meet and then they create a third vibration. Example, the number 24, it's made of uh, two and four, and two plus four is six. So mm-hmm. 24 is a number six vibration. And then you can look into these numbers and they create even more numbers. It's like a, a chord when you 
put a chord on the piano. It's not only these, for example, three notes that you press, it's also all the overtones. And all the overtones, it's like the specific color to a vibration. So you can actually open up a vibration and then you can see that in each little number, there's a tiny little, uh, just a tiny number, there's a whole universe of vibration in that number. So in, in, in order to really go deep in the interpretation, you have to open up the numbers and start to let them speak. Um, and I don't mean like you download intuitively. I mean, you read them. You, of course, you read them in an intuitive way, but it's, it's there. It's very concrete. It's like a, a tool. Uh, you don't need to be a clairvoyant to read a, a number. And that is like, um, that is probably the most uh, important thing about reading a person is that you can really look into each number and really decode it and then tell them what is in that number. And when you start to do that and tell people about their numbers, they are like, wow, okay, that's really deep and really something that they, uh, they, they feel very, very recognized usually and, uh, and can see, okay, this is, uh, this is like a, a very, very uh, deep description. Mm of how they work in different areas. So that is like the main work to be done. Uh, until now, there has been mostly um, written uh, information about the numbers 1 to 52, uh, and uh, we have uh, decoded the numbers up to 99, um, and with this way where you really look into it. Yeah. So if you have a person with a, a certain essence number, and then you decode that for them, they will... Um, recognize a lot about themselves in that number so the software that you've developed effectively you know is you can do that really quickly because the software Mm. almost does it for you yeah yeah. the software is um, is a tool for numerologists because uh, it can take a long time to calculate uh, the numeroscope and what is called the year rows the year rows is uh, the prediction over time it can take a lot of time to to sit and, and do all these numbers and what you can do in the software program is to click on a button then it's calculated for you and then you can use your time on the interpretation and going deeper and and deeper into it instead of just being a, a calculator so mm-hmm. that is the main thing. Uh, another thing with the software is that we have a statistics function. So we can uh, easily um, kind of decode some systems, some patterns that different people have and keep an eye on, on developing um, what happens with certain numbers and, uh, and uh, like with famous people, for example, um, who has some issues with different stuff. Mm-hmm. You can see the patterns of that. So we get more, we get more practical knowledge from having the software. Mm, interesting. Fascinating. Wow, there's so many layers of it. Like it's not, you know, you can kind of go really deep by the signs yeah, of things. Fantastic. Well, thank you. I really want to thank you. What's, so what's next? Wait, what's, because uh, obviously, so what's interesting for me is obviously you've now changed your name twice. And obviously you have to readjust to the balance and you readjust to the new energy of the of the name. But effectively, you've kind of evened out any imbalances. So it, I, by the sounds of things, you can then create from a much more stable place. Yeah. So 
it sounds to me like the school is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then like, what's, do you have an idea about where you're going with all of this? Yeah, actually the, the school, we started only in, uh, in 2017. We started, wow. the school. yeah, before we had, I had sessions and I, I, I was studying it and, and, and working with it. But the, the company and the whole thing about the school, we started in 2017 and, uh, um, I felt very much that, okay, now is the time that all the knowledge I've kind of gained the many, mm. last many, many years, it wants to get out and mm. it wants to get out like fast and big and, and be shared. Mm. So uh, also when we made the company, you can also do numerology for the company. We also made sure that it had some energies that was really strong and made it go very uh, much fast. out and spread out. So it has been very fast um i'm myself amazed because um we are actually not the super business types who are just like uh, working from morning to evening at all but the energy behind the, the whole thing is uh, so supportive so it's been really fast that we have uh, grown to big uh, the biggest school and and so on we are also working on the international uh, education now mm. And uh, there's uh, there's also an international side when you where you can have a free name analysis, so you can plot in your birthday and your name, and then you can see what I talked about before the numeroscope, which is like this structure where you can read your areas of life. Mm. So um, yeah, so it's going very fast with the numerology, and I feel it's uh, not uh, necessarily about uh, me or us or our team or anything personal. It's just the numerology also wants to get out. It's like the time mm. for the numerology. So uh, by, by being uh, willing to, to serve that purpose, it's, it's also going through. And there's coming a lot of um, old knowledge that's been forgotten. It's coming to the surface in different ways and different connections. And you can actually see, uh, which is very interesting for me at least, mm. Mm. that the, the Pythagorean numerology, the Chaldean, the Indian, they have each some like bricks that are the missing links in the other numerology, which shows uh, that they have at one point been one numerology yeah. split into different schools. And now they're coming together and trying to kind of close these like uh, holes of knowledge that's been there because it's an oral tradition. So it's like, it's, uh, it's coming up, it's growing and it's coming forth because it's been very hidden until now. Mm. It's been new. And now it's like, it wants to be uh, for the many, probably because we are as humanity ready for these things now mm. and have the well, to understand it. Yeah. Well, I, there's a huge awakening, I think, happening on the earth, on the planet. And obviously it sounds like numerology is now ready to kind of come out and be seen yeah. and be yes. present. And it's powerful. Like, I personally um, worked with a numerologist to yeah. um, to do the, the date of Mark Kitty Talks when we um, set up the company. I worked with her around what my aspirations were to yeah. make sure that I got that correct. And then for my wedding my marriage date I work with an astrologer to make sure that the relationship that we wanted my husband and I was very expansive and blah blah you know and we we worked with a um, new astrologer to get the right date so it gave us the best foundation so Wonderful. Uh, yeah I just think it's uh, like you said a lot of this stuff has been hidden it's one of my goals actually to bring this information to the masses so yeah. you know everybody has the same opportunity to really create lives that are truly in alignment with their souls and sure. you know absolutely have the impact that they're supposed to on the planet but 
So I, I'll share this with the audience. But yeah, so I'm doing a session with Estelle in about two weeks, aren't I? About mm-hmm. um, So my very good friend, Christine, I have to thank Christine for the recommendation. She obviously has worked with yourself and has amazing things to say. So mm-hmm. Estelle and I are going to do a consultation around name changes um, at the end of the month. So I think what we should do, Estelle, I think would be really fascinating is we'll do the session, go through the work, and then maybe we should come back together um and talk about i don't know six months time even the impact impact and the influence of the name change That's so people can, idea. yeah so people can see so <laughs> so people listening if that resonates with you if that's something you would like to know more about if you want to hear more about my journey around changing my name then let me know because it's always good to get people's feedback um but estelle where can people find you if they want to connect with you they want to know more please give us your kind of details Yes, of course. Uh, they can find us at numerologistpro.com. So it's simply like numerologistpro in one word and then .com. Uh, we have Facebook also uh, where I'm called numerologist Estelle Ivas, uh, spelled E-H. <laughs> so that's where we are uh, located. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And we will have all of Estelle's details in the show notes. We will tag her on Instagram. We'll tag her on Facebook. So you'll be able to find her easily. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of free material on our page. So if you're just interested in like starting out, what is the images in my name? You can just tap in your numbers for free. And and then there's also coming up a, a short online course that is also for free. We have that in Danish only now. Um, but where you can learn about the basic numbers, one to nine, and how numbers combine, what is a numeroscope and so on. They're coming soon. Excellent. Well, it sounds like numerology wants to go global, so uh, <laughs> it will be pushing you to push all this stuff globally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Estelle, thank you so much for coming on Kitty Talks and A, sharing your life story and your life path, because that's fascinating. You know, you've been doing um, numerology for nearly 20 years. That's incredible. I think we're probably similar ages. So I just, you know, I think that's amazing. Um, and thank you for the work you're doing in the world, because, you know, in in short, you're making life, people's lives better, which is, you know, you're shifting consciousness in your own unique way, which I truly believe we're all here to do that. It's just us finding our way of contributing. Yeah, so, sure, sure. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> we will see you next week with another incredible guest on Kitty Talks. Bye-bye. So how was that? fascinating stuff isn't it you know she stumbled across this numerologist in India and he totally changed her life and he predicted things that no one could have known and consequently it led to her doing her dharma and becoming a numerologist and now she helps people all over the world who have problems and she corrects them by helping them change their name so I'd love your thoughts. Come and join our free Facebook group if you haven't already. Come and uh, follow me on Instagram, kitty underscore talks.com. And we will be doing a follow-up on this podcast because, yeah, guess what? I, as I said, I have decided to take the plunge and I will be sharing all in a future episode. See you next week. This podcast was sponsored by my Do Your Dharma course. Create a life so good that you pinch yourself. This eight-week online course demystifies Dharma and shows you how to tune in to why you're really here. Go to www.kittytalks.com forward slash do your Dharma.